Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit hubspeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-peanuts.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. guys we had a little uh youtube snafu uh going in they uh threw us off so production's catching up so what'd you do over the weekend i mean uh let's uh fill a little time maybe they can hear us maybe they can't yeah maybe, maybe they can maybe they can't uh just same type of thing as you got into some top shots uh, um last night so made some money on that uh, looks like we're good to go. I also watched a lot of hockey. Did you, did you catch any outdoor games? I did. I did. I love the outdoor games. I'm such a big fan. Would it was, do you like them? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, it looks amazing. Um, but, like, did you see the issue with the ice on the Saturday game? Yeah, you would think, like, with everything going on this year with unpredictable, you know, COVID cancellations yeah. and all this craziness, you would think the one thing they could plan for is the goddamn sun. <laughs> you would think, you would think, but the you know, thing, always there, every day, infallible. But yeah, it, it, it was. It took, yeah, it was only like thirty degrees, like 
you know, some nice bright sun, no cloud cover. So I don't know what they think was going to happen. Right. right. And, uh, but it was cool to see the game get in. I, I think it looks sweet at night as well. Like the game last night with the sunset happening in between periods, like, yeah. Yeah. With the shadows coming down around the boards and stuff. It was, yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah. I'm sure like yeah, the players cool. I don't love it just because it's hard for the goalies to see uh, and whatever, but um yeah, it looks great for the people watching on TV. I actually yeah. went to an outdoor game, the Minnesota game they had a few years ago. They were supposed to have one on New Year's Day this year, obviously. got canceled. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was super fun. It was in the TCF Bank Stadium where the oh, uh, nice. Gophers play. So, it was cool. It was really, really cold. It was probably like 10 degrees out there and uh, not sunny. So, it was kind of brutal to sit out there, but the gameplay was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, it's just cool to throw, you know, throw back to, you know, I don't want to say how the game's supposed to be played. It's not to take away from, you know, in arenas or anything, but it's just, I don't know, the nature of it and just being outdoors like that is just so cool being out in the elements and the cold having a real factor and, you know, things like the, the sun and the shadows and all. It's just makes it really cool. Throw back to like pond hockey days. Big fan of that. So I, I hope they do uh, more of that kind of thing, um, no matter how many people complain, like the hockey purists or whatever. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun for DFS. And uh, that's what we're all trying to do is, is make some money playing some DFS and some betting. I'm sure a lot of people are yeah. betting as well. And of course, top shots. That's like the talk of everything uh, on Twitter Everywhere. these days. So um, before we get into the games, just want to mention off the top, uh, first of all, like and subscribe to the channel. You guys know the deal on that. It really helps us out. It helps us continue to offer good free content well i think it's good uh and so of course it's good you guys yeah a lot of you guys think it's good Fifty thousand plus of you think it's good enough to subscribe you'll know when we go live for not just this show but pga we've got mma uh obviously nfl when that's going on nba best in the business there i don't think it's very close um and then uh we've also got a promo code going on for um in anticipation of march madness so the promo code is college and what that is, we're just celebrating that we have a uh, college basketball package. Um, so with the promo code college, you get um, $4.98 for your first week of college basketball DFS with Osmo Plus. This offer is valid through this Sunday, the 28th. So go check that out. If you want to get in on some uh, college basketball projections, we've got you covered there at uh, under five bucks. So not so bad. I actually made a good amount of money playing college basketball DFS a few years ago, not having no idea what I was doing, just using some of the tools on the site. So um, I don't know. I'm sure Terry's going to be jumping into that as well. Maybe some betting. Do you bet on that at all? I'll be more probably on the DFS side of things. And then uh, I get into like, you know, turning the time. I'll have a bunch of different brackets and all that stuff uh, with college basketball. That's the extent of my college basketball. There's only so much space in this head, you know, so that I just can't get all the, uh, all the, ba- the college basketball stuff in there. So yeah. I'll be on it, but not, not to that extent. That's where I rely on the site too. Same way. Yeah, absolutely. So use that promo code college. You got six more days to take advantage of that, but no reason to wait. All right, let's get into the games. We've got Calgary and Toronto to start us off. 2.9 implied total for the flames, 3.6 for the Leafs. Markstrom and Freddie Anderson are your expected goalies couple bits of news here on the flame side sean monahan is again a game time decision he has been two nights uh two games in a row prior to this he is uh once again tonight i have no clue if he's going to play 
Uh, I, and it, I don't really know what the lines are going to be. So this being a seven Eastern game, you will have some sort of clarity before lock, which is nice. I don't know if the flames are going to be a heavy target, but depending on what they do with their lines, I think they might be a team I target. Uh, I really like the back with the Chuck Mangiapane trio. Um, but outside of that, hard for me to, to say where I'm going to be on them. And then on the Toronto side, they're missing Joe Thornton uh, last Thursday, I think it was. Last Thursday's hero, uh, Zach Hyman, and um, Jake Muzzin. So that's a huge blow to uh, their blue line. Not like the greatest DFS uh, defenseman, Muzzin, uh, but he is a very good defensive defenseman. So mm -hmm. big blow to a Leafs team that has uh, some issues on the defensive end already. With all that being said, we've got some popularity coming in on Toronto 1. I uh, don't know what their lines are going to look like. Matthews Marner probably going to be together. Tavares Nylander probably going to be together. But outside of that, uh, this one uh, has a lot of moving pieces. So where are you at here, Terry? Yeah, I was on uh, the original lines uh, from this morning in my notes, and then I was switching them up a little bit before the show based on some of the news that came out and uh, what they've got up on uh, Daily Faceoff now. So what I've got for the top line uh, in Calgary is uh, Kachuk Lindholm and Nanjipane, and then uh, Monaghan centering Gaudreau and uh, Livio if he goes, hmm. uh, with Backlund dropping down to the third with Lucic and Dubé. Every one of those lines could be somewhat in play, uh, but I think the focus would probably have to be on the top line uh, just for you to get some power play correlation if those three guys are skating together. And I think it's three talented players who should all see you know pretty significant amount of ice time. And then there's something to say about the uh, about Monaghan coming back into that uh, spot in between uh, Gaudreau and Levio. So I think you can do a few different things with that team. Going off the notes that I had, um, if we've got uh, the original first line, they had played uh, they skated th uh, 383 383-34 together uh, over the last year and uh, changed 54-53 Corsi four with 27 goals scored, 17 against, and a 93 to 61 high danger advantage. Uh, with an 11 to 8 conversion rate. So I really like what they were doing. Um, and then uh, you get uh, Lindholm and, G and Gaudreau skating together just as a pair, 607 minutes uh, over the last uh, two years, 51.34 Corsi 4 percentage, uh, 26, tied at 26 goals for and against, 100, 100 to 103 high danger chances, uh, 13 to 14 high danger goals. So they yield a few more uh, chances and give up a few more goals, but there's just a lot of action with that line, a lot of uh, back and forth and a lot of crazy chances. So, I like uh, I like the action that you know both of those could, uh, groups could get you. Yeah, I think uh, like I want pieces of this game. I just you kind of just have to wait until pregame skate. The Leafs didn't skate. Um, it could be Boyd up on the top line. Kerfoot may stick with the second line. Uh, you could see VC or Mikiev uh, move up in some capacity as well and kick Boyd out of there. So you know Matthews Marner like Matthews just scores every game. So like. Feel free, get your goal, get your uh, multiple point game out of Matthews for 9K. Some would argue he's uh, underpriced there. I don't know that you could say the same about Marner, 8,100, but good duo nonetheless. Uh, the one good thing I will say about Toronto maybe missing out some guys is if it's forcing them to stack up their top power play with Tavares and Nylander, now getting PP1 spots um, with Morgan Riley running the point. So, it is a huge total for the Leafs. I believe it's the highest total on the slate. So I'm scrolling through the lineup builder here. Yeah, highest total on the, highest I got. the entire slate uh, by quite a bit. So if you wanted to go with the Leafs onslaught, Markstrom's had some struggles recently. He is otherwise a very good goalie. 
Um, not someone I usually look to attack, but if you wanted to get exposure to the 3.6 implied total here for the Maple Leafs, a power play stack of some sort might be the best way to go. And it might be the best way to go because you won't have to scramble with your lineups uh, as much around lock time. Um, so a couple of reasons to go to uh, the Leafs PP. Uh, I really want to see what the Flames do with their lines and make sure to get those, get those right. Um, as you always would like to, but Monahan's going to shake some things up if he ends up playing here. So, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, Backlund, if he's with Kachuk and Majipani, I like that line. Um, but outside of that, hard, hard to discuss the Flames or or the Leafs really uh, at this point. Yeah, they're they're just both uh, both too many moving parts right now. But I like that call around the uh, around just you know loading up on that power play maybe just. Dominant, uh, dominant offense, dominant unit on the power play over there. So uh, top power play in the league, 37.5% conversion rate on the power play. Pretty damn good. Yes, they are. Let's go to Dallas and Florida, 2.9 implied total for the Stars. Uh, I'm sorry, 2.8 for the Stars, 2.9 for the Panthers. Hudobin and Chris Dreiger are your goalies. Uh, no real changes on the Panthers' top six, Vetrano with Brett Connolly on the third line um, on the stars lines. Let's see Pavelski with Caro and Kibiranta. Um Baxo with Jamie Ben and Ty Delandria and hence Robertson and Gurionov on the quote unquote third line. I would probably consider that the second line, but I didn't actually see this before I jumped on here. The stars aren't a team that I'm targeting too much tonight, but is there any line uh, for Dallas that catches your eye now honestly when I started looking into these lines they just there's really not much sample of these guys skating together um, so you get uh, Del- on that top line you can get uh, Delandria and Faxley together as a duo 57 minutes together uh, under uh, you know sub average Corsi four percentage of 48.94 uh, two to one goals advantage on the second line uh, or the nominal second line uh, Kervatana and Pavelski have played skated 67 minutes together Solid 64.35% Corsi 4 percentage, two goals scored, none, none given up. But there's just not a lot of history to go on here. So if you wanted to play some of the uh, salary and ownership game, there are some cheap guys skating on these lines. Uh, you could definitely go to pretty much anything you want in terms of stacking them. It's just I don't know how well they're going to play together. And you don't have you know gargantuan scoring uh, just on the board with this team right now in general. Um, they are – bear with me. They are 24th in the league with 40 goals for. They've only played 12 games, so that's a little bit misleading. They're second in the league uh, with 32 goals allowed in those 12 games. Um, so there's just, I don't know, they haven't put up a lot of scoring. They don't have a lot of history. There's just not a lot to lean on DFS-wise. So nothing really jumped out at me. And then the power play looks like it's spread out across the top three lines. So there's not. it's difficult to grab power play correlation. Yeah, I mean – the stars look like kind of a mess to me. Maybe in the past I would look to target against this Florida team, uh, or if there was a line I felt really good about. I think the my, my favorite line in the stars is probably the hints Robertson Giryanov, and, and mostly just hints and Giryanov uh, as a two man there, ten uh, five for those two guys on DK. And then on the Panthers side, uh, I like what I'm seeing in the in terms of ownership um, on these Panthers: Barkov, Verhage, and Duclair. That's been one of my favorite lines to play. People are leaving off Verhage uh, to some extent. They're leaving off Duclair. I think he was a, a late uh, ad uh, maybe two games ago, and I noticed he was left off quite a few uh, Florida stacks. 
Florida was huge on Friday night at seven goals. That was against the Red Wings. Dallas, a much stronger team than the Red Wings. But uh, I'm going to be using Barkov with uh, some combo of uh, the, um, you know, you, you go with the full line stack. You can go with Barkov for Hagen Duclair. Or another thing I like to do is just replace Wenberg with Barkov. Obviously, the price point is. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Different, but Huberto and Hornquist, I think both reasonably priced as well. And I, I guess I don't really know how the matchups are going to go in this game. Um, like, is the Barkoff line going to go into FAXA? I would think I would think not, but I guess I don't really know uh, which line they're going to treat as the top line. Barkoff usually takes top competition on home ice. Um, so when that's the case on a big slate like this, I just go with what I know, and I, I know the Florida one's good. I know that Huberto and Hornquist uh, can be good, and they're on the top power play. So Barkov's going to be my anchor, and then I'll have some exposure to uh, both of the top two lines for the Panthers. Anything else uh, in this one before we move it on? I like that call just about uh, playing Barkov around uh, in between uh, Huberto and Hornquist to pick up that power play. Uh, six overall power play in the league, 30.43 power play conversion. So you get uh, some of their best players skating together, and then you get away from the Verhage and Duclair if you're not looking to play those guys. But I do like how that line comes together up top with those two guys uh, on FanDuel, 4,600 uh, and 4,500 on the wings. On DK, uh, 4,600 and 3,800 on the wings. So not very expensive for a reasonably quality top line yeah um yeah i'd much prefer the panther side even though the totals are yeah. very um you know very close here it's essentially a pick them gustav forsling is a guy that i'll have some exposure to at 2500 just mid-salary defenseman that's probably going to play closer to 20 minutes uh maybe Oleksiak on the other side he's 3k uh cheap enough he's going to play 20 minutes a guy that does block some shots uh, as well. doesn't get any PP time, either of those guys, but you got to, uh, if, you, if you need some cheap guys, there's a couple or, or there's one on each side that I'll probably be using. Cheap Yandel have any appeal to you in the other uh, point on the power play? Yeah. So I basically just use Yandel in power play stacks. Yeah. Um, so I will be using some of Yandel just with my Barkov, Huberto, Hornquist type uh, Florida onslaughts. So yeah, good call there. He's not really a guy that shoots that much, so I don't love using him as a one-off. I, I think I'd rather use Ekblad as a one-off, but he too I probably won't use very often without uh, Florida skaters in my lineups. Makes sense. Tampa and Carolina, I think I've got the implied totals flipped here. I think it's Tampa with 3.1 implied total and uh, the Hurricanes 2.9. But I'll that's what I have, yeah. Yeah, I'll check on that once I hand yeah, it over to update the projections because uh, that's going to flip some things around. Carolina going with Aho, Spechnikov, and Brock McGinn as the top line. Trocek, Niederreiter, Natchez uh, is basically uh, sticking to their normal lines. They had a shutout against this same Tampa Bay team a couple nights ago. So why switch anything up? Um, what do you like in this game, Terry? 
Well, I mean, we can always start with talking about that uh, dynamic Tampa one line. That's, uh, you know, something that obviously jumps out at everybody when you look at this team. But uh, I think the Canes are a good team. This should just be a good game. Uh, it's first versus fourth in the Central, four points separating the two teams. Like you mentioned, just shut them out the other day. So I really like the uh, – I just think it's going to be a quality game. I think it's the second highest total on the board as well. Uh, so even though we're getting a, a pretty decent uh, defensive unit – yeah, this has a uh, six total, so it's the second highest total on the board uh, behind that other one. Um, so even though we're getting a decent defensive unit, we could see some goals scored and just see you know real quality action. I like the top two lines for Tampa or for uh, Carolina rather, and then I we talk about that Tampa three line as kind of a sneaky unit that you can get to uh, without too much ownership, without too much uh, exposure in uh, terms of salary or anything. And I think they're on the board in that in that way again. So I could definitely go back to that unit too. Yeah, I think a couple lines in play on both sides here. You mentioned this is one of the higher total games of the night. Goals split pretty evenly. Uh, I just updated projections, by the way. So if you're using the Osmo projections, you're probably going to get a little more Tampa, a little less Carolina. Uh, but I do like both sides to some extent here. Aho Spechnikov, whenever they're together at 5-on-5, five five, they're just amazing at driving the play. Uh, you could leave off rocking it if you'd like, but he's going to get left off. So potential opportunity there i mean he can score some goals when he's got good line mates um so yeah that i'll, I'll be leaving him off in some i'll be keeping him on in some at 4100 and then uh the carolina two line this has been one where i've had to like force my crunches and like lock them in to get to some of them because they're they've been really strong at five on five i think they're gonna have a good matchup probably against this uh john c Killorn and matthew joseph line which isn't very strong defensively. So I think they'll see some of them. They'll probably see some of Tampa three, which is a little bit of a different story, but um, I like the top two lines for Carolina. I'll probably get to more of the top line. And then I'm a little bit torn on what I want to do with Tampa. I know I want to play Tampa three. I uh, basically always play some of them. They're always, I think too cheap. And they're another line that's good at five on five. Tampa one, I mean, Carolina, Carolina's a good team. And so on the road after they just got shut out, like, I don't know that I want to go back to Tampa one, but their ownership is always so low. Like it feels like two weeks straight. They've been in these spots where you look at the top stack tool and they're like a quarter, like their top stack, uh, top two stack probability is like three or four times their ownership. Yeah. So that's what keeps drawing me to them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'll have more than 5% if they're going to be 5% owned. They're going to be like 10 or 15% owned. I'll probably come in below the field. So we'll see where they're at when we uh, get another update on ownership. Any yeah, and, here? And, and from a DFS perspective, that's the way we want to be making that decision, right? Is just look at that probability of being in your top two stacks and, and just go as a multiple of the ownership that the public is getting to if you've got that weighty a leverage score on uh, on Alex's top stacks tool. It makes it really easy to just analyze that quickly. And all right, that's a massively positive leverage situation. Let me make sure I'm at least double, maybe even triple. That line is projected right now on DK for 4.3% ownership as a unit. You can go triple that and only be risking, you know, what, 13, 14% of your, uh, of your total shares. I really like that idea of just getting to that just based on that leverage. They're an expensive line. That's why they uh, you know, slip down in the ownership. Um, and then just to round off some of the uh, the numbers behind uh, some of the things you said, uh, I and Svinchov, I can never say his name. Svechnikov, thank you. <laughs> uh, it, pair of, the two of them as a duo, 433.55 together, 56.97% uh, Corsi 4 percentage, like you said, just dominant puck possession. 
29 to 21 goals for 101 to 94 high danger chances uh, and converted to 20 uh, and only gave up 14 of them. So excellent pairing. And then on the uh, second line, uh, 163, uh, 12 together and 56, 69 course for uh, seven to two goals for advantage. So very, very good units up top on uh, the Carolina side of things, the, t- the top two. Yeah, that's why I always feel kind of dumb for and I know it's like hindsight because Tampa got shut out the other night. But I'm like, why did I play so much Tampa going up against a good possession, like puck possession team from Carolina? I guess their goaltending isn't uh, very good these days. Mrazic has been uh, hot and cold. And like we know, Reimer isn't a great goalie, but uh, it's hard to score when you don't have the puck that often. And not like Tampa can't drive the play against really any team defending Stanley Cup champs. They're amazing even without Kucherov this season we've seen them go off a number of times but at these prices uh i'm still a little bit wary of tampa one maybe that's just my recency bias because of what happened the other night but uh i'll have some uh, if it's it's really going to depend on ownership with them because i don't really believe in the spot that much if that makes sense but the, the numbers are telling me uh, otherwise using the stuff on the site Makes sense. But with that in mind, so a lot, sometimes we talk about targeting a goaltender where we think he's going to get peppered with shots. This wouldn't be the spot to go after like a Raymer uh, just based on that. They're, we're not expecting them to have the puck or be shooting quite as much as they normally would on the Tampa side of things. So maybe yeah. you don't like try and you know, be sneaky about your goaltender there and go against the uh, the high end team. Yeah, that's that's a good point, uh, especially because Tampa's power play is so good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seventy five hundred for Reimer. I, I wouldn't just cross him off, but not a guy that we expect to see too much volume, I don't think, here. So that's where you're seeing the pretty low projection, just 10.8 points on DK for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, – oh, any defenseman I was going to ask you? Oh, I just clicked away from it. Uh, Dougie Hamilton obviously uh, is on that uh, blue line. Let me – why won't this load yeah. back now? Hamilton, PP1, yeah. 700. Hedman, 7K on the other side. So you're going to really have to spend up for some of these blue liners. Uh, one guy that I like a little bit is Brady Shea, 3,200. Um, he's another one that you can you know mix in there as a guy that'll probably see 20 minutes, top four defenseman type of thing, but he's not great. Yeah. Would you go with any uh, Sergachev in conjunction with your Tampa three? Yeah. Sergachev up to 5k. Um, I, I wouldn't like, he would be the defenseman I would go if I was, trying to correlate with Tampa three, but I don't pay attention too much to power play two correlation, especially on a team like Tampa that stacks up their top unit. Um, All right, let's go to, I think this is one of the more interesting games of the night. The Sabres and the Islanders 2.4 implied total for Buffalo three for the Islanders. Linus Allmark and Semyon Barlamov are your expected goalies. Good news. I think for DFSers, uh, the Islanders going back to their normal top line that had been broken up for the last few games of Anders Lee, Matthew Barzell, and Jordan Everly, Brock Nelson centering Bailey and Bovilia. I think that's the correct top six for the Islanders. That's what I've got. Uh, and, and they're, oh yeah. So uh, I just meant like, I think that's the best suit. Oh. <laughs> that's what they should be doing. Like, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and it's more fun for us. So maybe I'm just being yeah. selfish, but I absolutely love Islanders one. Uh, I don't think I'm saying anything um, too outrageous there. They're getting owned as one of the higher own lines of the night. Um, and you've also got a good Islanders two line. I think Nelson Bovillier and Bailey 
you get full power play correlation on that second unit. The Islanders, they don't really play their lines a ton at um, five on five. They like to spread it around. They like to spread the power play around. So that would be a team I'd be okay uh, stacking up their second power play unit. Um, what do you think about these Islanders tonight? Too chalky for you or you think you might get to some? I think in those ownership rates, I mean, they're going to be popular, but I think they're justifying it, especially that top line. Like you mentioned, we've got just a giant sample, uh, 640 minutes over the last year and change, 54.68% Corsi 4 percentage, 26 to 29 uh, goals for versus goals against, but generate 173 high danger chances to 119. So that's a pretty dominant advantage in that in terms of generating high danger chances and converted on 16 while yielding 12. So very, very good in the uh, the high danger situations and very good with the puck possession uh, and significant experience playing together. So I think we can go to them and not really sweat the ownership. We're not paying through the nose for them either. So I think that, you know, you can click them together with some difference making other units that are, uh, you know, at 17 free. They don't compare really with the very top, the, uh, you know, the Colorado one at 20,000, uh, the Tampa one at 20,600 or the Toronto one at 20,300, you're getting a good savings there. So you can put them next to another very good line and kind of get a, you know, get a leg up on the field, I think, rather than going with one of those top end lines that cost so much and then going down to a Supreme value kind of line and hoping for the best. So I really like them as a building block today. Yeah. They're going to be a staple of my lineups uh, kind of at all stakes. Uh, I think Islanders one might be even more popular at higher stakes. Um, but, you know, people are going to play Matthews tonight. People are going to play the Blues. People are going to play uh, McKinnon, I'm sure, as well. Um, so maybe it's not going to be that popular. But this is just one of those spots where the price is, like, almost too good, I think, for the Islanders. One, they have full power play correlation. They're insanely good at five-on-five, five, and they have a good five-on-five five matchup. So really difficult for me to, like, poke any holes in Islanders one. I guess if you wanted to go heavier on Islanders two, they're about a third of the ownership or even less. Um, so as a leverage playoff Islanders one, I'll definitely get some Islanders two. I think it's just a great spot for them all around on the Sabres side. I was getting to some Eichel, Reinhardt and Olofsson, but I think I'd rather just go with Hall and stall two man uh, 3,500 for Eric Stahl. Pretty good price for him. Good price for Taylor Hall at 6,400. I know he hasn't been producing at a super high level this season, but uh, I wish I wish the Sabres would stack up this top line, but it uh, looks like we're not going to get that tonight, at least to start with. So they're a tough team for me to uh, want to you know play a ton of tonight. Anything on the Sabres side? Not, not a lot to, that really stood out to me. I mean, the top line is, is fine, I guess, if you want to go that way. And I don't dislike the, uh, the stall and, the, and Hall uh, call there. But like you said, Hall out to a slow start, one goal, nine assists on the year, 10 points, uh, five of them on the power play. I guess you get that out of them. 36 shots on goal over there. What have they played? 14 games. Not terrible. So you're getting some shot padding out of them. But uh, nothing jumps out. Uh, last in the or next to last rather in the league in goals for uh, 33 goals for in their 14 games uh, only 42 goals allowed but again that's sort of tied to the uh, 14 games played too so you get a lot of experience together out of that top line 639 639 minutes together over the last uh, year and change uh, 49.32 sub average Corsi four percentage uh, 29 to 27 goals advantage 
but given up 114 high danger chances and only generated 88 high danger chances, 13 to 20 uh, disadvantaging goals allowed in those situations. So they yield a little bit more than they get. Um, so it's, I don't know they're a little bit dicey, but they're in play, I guess, uh, going to them. Not, like you said, not going to be anybody there. And then on looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season, test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The stolen hall pairing, there's just going to be nobody there. Um, so yeah. you can definitely get to that. Yeah, man. The Sabres are just a really tilting team to try to figure out. Uh, they've been swapping around their lines quite a bit. Um, and so I get the, I get, there's some appeal to Buffalo one because of the full power play correlation, because it's Eichel, because, you know, you would think that would factor into a large share of the goals should Buffalo score three or four here, but the matchup isn't great. The implied total is very low. Um, I guess, you know, it would just be like an ownership play to be different with this Buffalo one line. So it's about as good of things as I could say about them. Stacking Varlamov against them with uh, your Islander shares. Yeah. I just wonder if he's going to see the volume for 8,400. So, you know, difficult price for him, but if you're stacking up either of the top two lines, like you've got some salary to burn. If you want to try to lock in that win, if one of your stacks goes off. So I'm always like, I'm always okay with stacking a goalie, uh, with a stack that I'm playing on the same team, but um, you know, there's spots where I'm, I'm going to do it more. I'm probably not going to play too much Varlamov uh, yeah. for this price. Uh, oh, Matt Irwin. I think he's in uh, tonight, 2,500. I'm seeing him on my screen as in, he's a guy who he does have good peripherals. He does block shots, candidate for the block shot bonus, another $2,500 player that I'll probably have some of. Defenseman's tough tonight. There's not that many good options that I'm seeing. Anything else in this game? Uh, no, let's 
interesting call on uh, on Irwin. Not a guy who had uh, I had spotted on the board, but I do have him in, so I can confirm that for you at least. Yeah, yeah. He like he usually plays like 16, 17 minutes, but he's a guy who will block shots. I think this is a good spot to block shots in because mm-hmm. the Islanders are probably going to carry play. So yeah, he he might end up playing like fourteen minutes, but if he gets up closer to 16, 17, 18, I think. He could uh, be useful in a winning lineup for 2,500, maybe get you closer to double-digit points here if you can get that block, uh, block shot bonus on DK. Yeah, at that salary, that's all he really needs to do for you too. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we've been talking about ownership quite a bit so far, and I forgot to mention off the top that we do have uh, free premium content, NHL ownership projections. So go check these out. Just go to the Osmo NHL page or just uh, hover over the uh, NHL tab at the top of the homepage. We've also got NBA ownership projections, bunch of NBA shows coming on in about uh, 27 minutes. Uh, minutes if you're watching this live, tip-off show, deeper dive, live before lock. Three hours of coverage, plus we had the strategy show this morning, plus the process show. There's just so much NBA content. Terry's doing a bunch of NBA content. You're doing the Saturday game plan uh, yeah. for NBA, right? How's yeah, that been yeah. going? It's been good. It's been good. I wanted to do a uh, a deep dive into Fantasy uh, Cruncher's uh, late swaptimizer this weekend, and I got frozen out of it, so I couldn't pull it up. So I had to do a little pivot on the fly. But if anybody out there plays NBA, we're going to try and go live during the week this week for a live late swap and do a little uh, quick lesson on uh, late swaptimizer in real time while I'm actually swapping lineups. So stay tuned to the NBA channel for when that happens. Nice. Yeah, pretty unique content. I don't think you're going to find uh, too many other places. Um, if you want to uh, find some interesting NHL stuff, we've got a new Twitter account, relatively new. It's about a couple months old now, at Osmo NHL. If you're looking for videos, you know, uh, cool goals, and uh, even more importantly, if you're playing some DFS, uh, some interesting tidbits that go out to that Twitter account, just at Osmo NHL if you want to follow us there. If you want uh, the news as quick as possible, get into our premium Slack chat. Um, Osmo.com slash join is how you sign up for a package there. Any package gets you access to Slack. We've got packages starting at uh, as low as $3.95. And then a um, couple more things we need to ask you to do. We're almost at 30,000 Twitter followers uh, on our at Osmo underscore com. Uh, Twitter account, and we're giving away 30 free weekly passes to followers. So if you give us a follow, you are put in the drawing to win one of those. And then, as always, I'm going to put this pot, uh, this show up on podcast afterwards. If you could go over there uh, at Osmo NHL, or it's just Osmo NHL DFS is um, is our channel for NHL. If you go over there and give us a five star review, you've got a chance to win a uh, free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Assuming you write us a nice review, give us five stars, write us a nice review. You've got a chance to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Let's get into the back half of these games tonight. We've got the Kings. We've got the Blues 2.4 implied total for the Kings, 3.1 for the Blues. Quick, Bennington, your expected goalies. We never know for sure with these Kings. They always uh, leave us out to dry when they're starting goalies, but I believe they're priced the uh, same tonight so they've got that going for us DK very inconsistent with their goalie pricing uh compared like starters compared to backups so anyways that's it on that toes. yeah yeah exactly blues uh I'll just read off the uh top six lines here if anybody didn't see them over the weekend O'Reilly with Piranha Kairu Shen with uh Mike Hoffman 
and it was Sanford the uh, last game. I'm seeing Sammy Blay on that second line. What do you like here, Terry? Are you a Blues guy tonight? I feel like I should be, but I haven't been getting to too much of them in my early crunches. They, I ran some crunches earlier when I put together the uh, my notes and everything for the show, and yeah, I wasn't getting a lot of them either, but they do look like they're in play on Osimo's board, which uh, is definitely intriguing to me. That top line uh, ranks, oh, let's call it 10th or so on the board uh, in terms of potential for success, and they're one of the under-owned lines that we talk about when we look down the leverage tool. They're not a massive uh, favorite to be one of the top two lines, but they're definitely in play. They're more interesting than some of these other lines, uh, including some that we talked about from other teams already. So I definitely think they could, uh, they could be in play. And if there's not a ton of people getting to them, that's the kind of line that we like to start building with. Um, they're not overly cheap. They compare kind of with uh, Islanders one in terms of price. So as a potential building block, maybe if you're creative enough, that's one that you can start to look to, you know, maybe pair with that Islanders one. I don't know if we can quite get there, but that's a kind of building block line that, uh, you know, I like to work with when we're not going all the way up to the very top. You're getting a very quality line for not that much money with still a, a decent probability. Um, just in terms of the numbers, uh, not a ton uh, skating together as a, as a full three-man unit. But when they did for that 20 minutes, uh, I guess it was over the weekend, 60.61 uh, Corsi 4 percentage and a two to three goals for uh, disadvantage. Uh, gave up three high danger chances and uh, only had one. But again, very, very small 21-minute sample in that. Um, so not sure that uh, we're getting much out of that. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's justifiable reason to go there for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely justifiable reasons to go to the, the Blues. Uh, good total. I think for their total, they might be a little bit overpriced. Um, like both of the top two lines, you get a $2,500 Sammy Blay if you want to go there uh, with Shannon Hoffman. But like you're going to have to pay a fair price for these Blues. You're not getting them out of value. So maybe that's what's keeping me off them a little bit. And I want to attack the Kings' depth. Um so I could see myself getting to Shen Hoffman, two-man, or you know maybe including Sammy Blay in some of those. But the Shen Hoffman line got smoked at five-on-five five, um, the other night. And I can't remember. I want to say it was against the Sharks. Uh, we thought it was a pretty good spot, but uh, I could be wrong on that. I, I know I'm right about the numbers. They got destroyed at five-on-five. Five. Um, so that game's sticking in my head a little bit. Um, but I would like to attack the Velarde, Kempe, uh, Kempe, and Jeff Carter line. And uh, certainly the lines below that. Athens see you on the third line. He's a liability defensively um, for these Kings. So I, I'll, I'll get to some Sharks. Or sharks. Uh, I'll get to some Sharks as well. But I'll get to some Blues since we're talking about this game. Um, they're another team that I think you can power play stack. But again, that gets pretty expensive. You're paying premiums for Krug. Definitely paying a premium for Perron and uh shen as well for 6300 so um you know we'll get to some but maybe not as much uh as i thought i was going to my first run through things i thought this looked like a great spot but uh come off of it uh just a little bit yeah the, the price on that second unit is is pretty good that second line 15-1 on uh, yeah. dk for that full line is is not bad at all yeah absolutely uh and and they will get the better matchup so I think I'm more likely to get to some of that second line, Shen Hoffman and uh, Sammy Blay. I wish Sunquist had reasonable line mates. Maybe Sunquist, Sanford, two man. I don't know. I'm trying to talk myself into something here on the Blues, but I just they're kind of a team I just hate for DFS. So I, I even hate them more when they're in good spots and getting some ownership. So they're frustrating for me. Vince Dunn, 4K, 
probably going to play closer to 20 minutes tonight, whenever that's the case. Uh, he is in play. I don't have a whole lot uh, to say on the Kings. Is there anything that sticks out to you there? Not really. They're they're just uh, not a uh, team that stands out in uh, very much of anything. 14, they're middle of the pack, you know, 14th in the league with 50 goals for uh, 15th in the league with 47 allowed, 11th power play up. So maybe if you wanted to you know, talk yourself into that top power play, uh, which is, has correlation with the top line, 770 minutes together, 50.55, 44 percentage, 33 to 24 goals for advantage over that time given up more high danger chances than they've generated, but scored more high danger goals than they've given up. You could argue for it, but I mean, they're not great. Um, they don't jump off the page in terms of uh, Alex's rankings. They are, uh, they're one above that St. Louis unit. So call it ninth. If I call that one 10th, they're inexpensive and they're coming up like flat. They're owned like exactly where they should be. They're priced like exactly where they should be. So they're just, they rank out as kind of just fine for me. Yeah. I think Kings one is fine, but, now that I'm thinking of it, I'm seeing Cliffy in the chat. He's saying it's Jeff Carter night. Like, why Why wouldn't I want to get to some of this uh, LA2 line if they're going to get the line that just got crushed at 5-1-5 in the Shen Hoffman? So, Good point. yeah, that, that's not a bad – I mean, they're incredibly cheap. If you wanted to get to an expensive Colorado one or Vegas, uh, there's expensive lines that people just aren't going to play tonight. Or even Toronto one. Um, so – King uh, Blues still missing Pareko. It appears uh, that's a huge hit to them defensively, and uh, they paid the price the other night. So who's to say it can't happen again? Maybe I am with Cliffy uh, on Jeff Carter night. So not not too bad, even though that line hasn't been good at five on five. But uh, if they're going up against another bad line, you never know. Two negatives yeah. make a positive. <laughs> Yeah, small sample. I've got that line with a 45% Corsi 4 percentage. So, I mean, it's uh, like you said, not great five on five in terms of puck possession, but 11-6 total for the line. You can do some special things with that in terms of what you're putting with them and how you're putting your lineup together. Um, just a couple spots above them on the board. I think it's an interesting comp is that Minnesota 2, the Zook line. Uh, and they come in at 9-8, which uh, wow. in, by comparison, they're owned a lot more. So it's interesting from that scenario. But, I mean, the salary savings with those guys, I think it just makes for an interesting decision point and an interesting probably inflection point for the slate on which one of these value lines do you go with if you're starting to think that way. I mean, if I was making one lineup and I had to choose between those two, it'd be it'd be the Kings at a third of the ownership, like or you know what is it half the ownership right now? Oh yeah, third. Uh, third yeah, full th full third of the ownership. So yeah, I I think that makes sense. You're picking up leverage. You're paying a little bit more, but I think they're cheap enough that you can do uh, basically anything you want with them anyway. I don't think you need that extra almost 2,000 in savings, which is crazy. Let's go to the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. 2.6 applied total for the Knights, 2.9 for the Avs. Flurry, Grubauer. This one, a lot of star power on both sides. You know, you've got two very good lines in the Golden Knights. You've got McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, maybe Landeskog up with them. Uh, I'm seeing right now that's not the case, but that's not to say that they couldn't start the game like that. They played uh, a few minutes at five on five um, on the game the other night in Lake Tahoe. Um, not a lot of ownership going to either side. I think this is definitely a game where I'm going to have pieces that I'm over the field on. Um, what looks appealing to you, Terry? 
So we've got the pricey top unit on uh, on the Colorado side of things. Obviously, that uh, you know is, is one we can always start with. Jumps off the page, but they're getting some ownership on on both sites. Lower on DK, um, you're getting uh, McKinnon comes up like over 10% on FanDuel. So that's a, a starting point where you're getting into some popularity at a very high price, but you're buying into one of the best lines on the, uh, on the board at all. Uh, I like the looks of two. I think they're definitely in play just in terms of nobody going that way. And they're not prohibitively expensive by any means. The, uh, what I've got is uh, Kadri Sad and uh, Donskoy. Um, skating together. So I think we can get to uh, to that line for a significant discount, a significant savings in terms of uh, ownership and everything. They're not great in terms of puck possession in the small sample that I have, but they've got a four to one goal advantage in a uh, 28 minute sample, which is uh, pretty compelling. I think uh, if they could score in bunches like that, there's definitely justification to go to those guys. Um, so, and you get a little uh, second unit power play correlation between uh, Sad and Donskoy on that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Line two is cheap for the abs. There's no doubt about that. I'm just a little worried about the five on five match against Vegas. Uh, but when you're that cheap, that like, be, yeah. you basically just need to get part of two goals uh, to be potential for a, uh, a winning lineup type stack. So um, I, I think I'm more looking at the Vegas side in this one. Like, you know, anytime I can get to McKinnon and Ranson and uh, that's fine, whether they're with Burakovsky or Landeskog. Uh, whatever you could play Landis guy up there uh, and just go with the onslaught. Like, you know, Colorado one's amazing. Um, but they didn't see too much time against the Pacioretty stone line. And so they won the game uh, the other night. I would imagine they do something similar. And that means that the Pacioretty stone line, which is one of the best in hockey uh, so far this season gets to go up against non Colorado one. Uh, and they're at, basically no ownership stevenson's price has come down a little bit uh stone's price has come down quite a bit patcheretti's still price play up but the line overall let's see if i can find them on the top stacks 17 4 um you know compared to like a buffalo one compared to an arizona one compared to calgary one which is a little bit cheaper islanders one uh their ownership is way less than all those lines so i will be getting to hopefully you know, like at least eight to 10% of them, if they're going to be two to 3% owned uh, in MME. And then I think I'm going to consider them for the higher, um, the higher entry, uh, lower amount of lineups tournaments. Um, and maybe even mix in Shea Theodore. I just can't imagine like the Knights having uh, this low of a total 2.6 seems a little disrespectful. I know Colorado has a uh, very good uh, defenseman. They just got Gerard back the other night and um so they, they are strong defensively but if that line's not going to see mckinnon i think i'm in for some vegas one so can you talk me off that at all no i think that makes a heck of a lot of sense that was one of the lines that i had made a note to uh, be sure that we touched on because yeah they they stand out on the board and if you're right and they're not going up against that top line so much the better but i mean we've got a significant sample of them just being a puck dominant line 59.04 corsi 4 percentage in 389 minutes skating together since the start of last year a 33 to 10 goals for goals against the uh, ratio 96 to 42 generating high danger chances 19 scoring and uh, se- only seven given up they're just a very very good line so yeah i can load up on that especially when they're not too expensive and they're they're not untouched, but they're the next best thing. I mean, they are not getting they're everybody sub what sub four percent ownership. Yeah, that comes together pretty nicely. So yeah, definitely can load up on that. Yeah, and uh, Robbie says the three thirty three. Yeah, I'm thinking of 
playing them at least in one of my 333 lineups. So I, like it. I just do what you want with Stevenson. Like if you want to find a cheaper center, this guy doesn't shoot at all. So like the joke has been, you know, Stevenson's the goat, just like carrying these guys. Uh, you could put, I'm pretty sure you could put me between Patrick and Stone and we'd be okay <laughs> as a line. So uh, if you want to leave him off, fantastic. I'm sure you could find a better 4K center if you're hand building. Um, so just keep that in mind. But yeah, I think this game is uh, a Vegas one game for me. Anything else in this one before we move it on to the uh, final two here? No, I was just looking at Stevenson's shots, and it is funny, just him next to Pacioretty. Uh, 63 shots on goal for Pacioretty and 16 for Stevenson yeah. for the year. I mean, but he's doing the right thing. Just pass it to the guys that sure. are good, that, right? Like, Yeah, that's what you want in the pivot. I mean, that's why uh, Ryan Strom was good next to Panarin last year for the Rangers. Yeah, you know, That's all he did. All right, let's go to the Ducks and the Coyotes. 2.2 implied total for Anaheim, 2.9. For the Yotes, Gibson, and Kemper, your likely starters here. Trevor Zagras making his debut for the Ducks. I know some people in Slack were excited about that. He's $2,500. Um, outside of that, I don't see much on the Duck side that I like. Do you see anything on the Coyote side that you like, Terry? Oh, you threw me a curveball there. <laughs> on the Coyote side, let's see. Either yeah. side, either side. Just take this game wherever you'd like. Uh, well, I mean, it was just going to be kind of bad-mouthing the Ducks side of things to yeah. start. Uh, 33 goals, four last in the league. They've played eight, uh, 18 games. So they're not one of those teams that's suffering from like, you know, well, whether they've only scored uh, that many goals because they've played 12 times. This is a team that's played most of their games. Uh, 30th power play in the league, 7.5% conversion rate. Ouch. Um, 125 minutes together for the top line. 50% uh, Corsi 4 percentage, uh, trailing in goals scored, trailing in high danger chances. Just not a lot. Um, if you wanted to play Getzoff and Terry from the third line as a duo, maybe. But there's just, you know, there's nothing to really love about that. That would just be a, a filler option for me. So, yeah, I wouldn't really touch much on that, on that side of things. I guess the uh, the Zegras call as a cheap uh, as a cheap guy to build in there, if you want to get excited about that, sure. Um, on the other side of things, let's see, jumped out here. Uh, decent top line. Uh, 147 minutes together and uh, 60.78 uh, Corsi 4 percentage with a 10 to 4 uh, goal differential, 31 to 15 uh, high danger chances generated differential. So you can get to that full power play correlation. Uh, they're owned though. They're getting uh, on FanDuel at least. They're over 10% owned. Uh, DK, it's a lot different. You're paying up a little bit for them by comparison, but they're significantly less owned. So I think maybe the Yotes uh, top line over there is a little bit in play, uh, at least more so than on FanDuel. And they rank out that way on the board. Um, one of the for the leverage, incorporating the leverage score, one of the more interesting teams from the, you know, maybe second or third tier of that top part of the board. I'm just an Arizona one believer. People, uh, you know, firing off insults about Arizona one in the YouTube chat. I get it. Like we've been on this line for four or five games now. They haven't really broken out. They've been okay. You know, they get a goal pretty much every game, but uh, you haven't had that huge breakout performance. Uh, Clayton says Arizona one owes me money. Trust me. I'm right there with you, but like this is one of those where like Ben Raza says something I think very smart in like high variance DFS sports. It's like, if you believe in a guy in PGA, he talks about, you just kind of got to be on that guy for a number of weeks and hope the, the variance kind of uh, evens out for you. And you, you know, you get your bank. Uh, I think it's kind of the same way with lines that stick together that have really good five on five uh, numbers and Arizona one does have that. They also have a great matchup. So like, this is not the spot where I'm getting off of them. They're not being owned close to enough. I don't think, even if they're at like 10%, I think I'd still be 
uh, very in on Arizona one. So I like it. I think the Ducks are trash. Uh, I think they've got a good goalie in that temper that you can, you know, maybe you want to play, but he's 8,200. So you're going to need a really uh, efficient performance for Kemper, like a shout out for him to uh, probably like be the difference in a winning lineup. So yeah, man, Arizona one, I love him again, but uh, I think everybody already knew that before we started the show. Anything else here? Uh, anything from the blue line jump out? Uh, you know, I mentioned Shaddy, I think, every time we talk because he's just yeah. cheap and he plays on that power play unit. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's fine. Just a power play one quarterback yeah. Uh, yeah. for 4,100. Chikrin, 6,100. On, on a terrible power play. Right, yeah. <laughs> Chikrin, 6,100. If you're – you know, he's the guy to go to if you want to format stack Arizona one. So he is expensive, but he's going to play a ton of minutes. And his shot rates haven't been great recently, but like over the past couple of years, they've been pretty good. So I'll be playing some of him uh, as well for 6,100. Let's get to the last game of the night. We got a couple minutes only to talk about this one. We've got the Wild and the Sharks, three implied total for Minnesota. 2.6 for the Sharks. It, it is going to be Capo Kakinen for the Wild and Marty Jones or the Sharks. New lines kind of for the Wild, I think. I can't keep track of them. Erickson at Greenway, Fiala on the top line. Apparently fully correlated as well in the top power play. But I like the team with the lower implied total. Uh, SJ1. I think it's SJ1 night. Uh, but they're very, very popular, as is the second line. So I don't know. Is this bad chalk? Is this good chalk? Where are you going with this? Yeah, that's that's tricky with that uh, top line being so cheap. They just seem like they're going to naturally build in as a as a first option for so many people going to those expensive top lines from some of these other teams and then needing to find some value on the board. So I think, you know, it might not be with the very top teams who are uh, extremely high priced over 20, but I think as we get to, uh, you know, some of the uh, the 17s in that range, I think this team's going to start clicking together quite a bit. Uh, it's a very good line. Uh, it's Osimo's second-ranked line overall on the boards. Um, and as you go down, uh, 206 minutes, 58 uh, together uh, over the last two years, 56.01 Corsi 4 percentage, 10 to 6 goals advantage, 44.29, nice solid advantage in generating high danger chances uh, and converted on five of them, only yielding three goals. So I like their ability to generate some offense. I like their puck control. Uh, so definitely can get to them. Fully correlated on the power play, like you mentioned, they're just very owned. So you're getting, you're gonna, you're gonna have to pick a top line uh, to stack with them that is gonna be a little bit different, a little more off the board than some of those other super popular units. Yeah, uh, and I guess we do have a, a couple more minutes remaining, so we can okay. close this one out uh, as we need to. Um, I'm just a little surprised on the ownership, specifically for the second line. You know, you only get one guy on uh, the top power play in hurdle but sharks are very cheap minnesota a pretty good defensive team they're they're basically at full strength i mean i'm sure i, I don't know who had covid on their team but i'm sure a handful of them did because they had to take a full two weeks off yeah. um and so i don't know they're not a team i love to attack when the opposing team is chalk um so i'm having trouble reconciling that i think you know i think i will have some uh, I will have some of San Jose one, but it's just going to be a matter of, you know, do I have 5% of them or are they going to be 10% owned and I have like 10, 15% of them in NME. So I, I might just end up fading uh, San Jose as a team in the higher stake stuff and just play whatever I get in MME. 
But uh, yeah, it's looking like they're going to be very popular and it's more of a price thing. It's like in MLB when you get the team with the 4.5 implied total, but they're all like, they're all like 3K hitters on Mm -hmm. DK. And so this is kind of what this is reminding me of. However, you do have a good line in San Jose one with a body of work of being a good five on five line. Um, The question is just, you know, Minnesota is not a bad uh, defensive team. And uh, like, I, I keep forgetting the wild are favored here by quite a bit. Uh, it's only 2.6 implied total for the Sharks. So kind of being pulled in different directions here. I'm at least going to start off with a bunch of San Jose one, and I might have to end up swapping uh, by time we get to uh, this game, because this is a full hour and a half start. Uh, this, this start time is an hour and a half later than any other game on the slate. So you're going to know where you're at heading into this game. Um, so potential for late swap opportunities. We've got this much ownership uh, expected on the San Jose side. Everything I said does not apply to Brent Burns. I think best defenseman on the night, uh, 6,800. I mean, he's almost 30% owned, but yeah, I was going to say and third of all lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. However much Burns I can get is great. I he might play 30 minutes. Um, yeah. Minnesota. The one, uh... Oh, the one argument, the one argument I would make in uh, in favor of doing what you're saying to do, um, just in terms of Minnesota being a good uh, defensive team, a little bit of that looks like it's bolstered by the team save percentage, 91.6 save percentage as a team. The Corsi four percentage for the team is only 47.77, so a little bit light on the uh, puck possession numbers. San Jose uh, only 48.88, so it's kind of a uh, uh, rock meeting a hard place in terms of who's going to do that. But I would think that top San Jose unit, given last change and the ability to match up against where they want probably bodes well for them uh, just in the ability to control the puck and get what they want offensively. So just throw an argument into that uh, as to why to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm always looking for ways to get off of some of the chalk and like bad team, but good line. And they're going to be this popular as a dog against a decent defensive team. Um, If these ownerships stick, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to have more than the field on San Jose one or two. Uh, if they come down a little bit, um, you know, I might get closer to that in MME. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot tougher in an event-based sport than it is in a cumulative sport like basketball, where it's a good chalk is so much easier to roster in those sports because it just adds yes. up and it just makes sense. Where here we're looking for individual events that uh, if they don't happen, you're going down with most of the field. Yep. Minnesota won, I think, by far the best line to target for them. Erickson at Greenway, Fiala. I mean, Fiala is a talented offensive player. Erickson Eck and Greenway, not so much, but they are um, like Erickson Eck and Greenway with Felino were very solid at five on five. Now you add in a good offensive player like Fiala, probably a little worse defensively um, or a lot worse defensively, but a lot better offensively is how I'm looking at that line. So I'm okay playing them for their price, their ownership. Um, I think they're a, a pretty decent swap off San Jose one. Like if you're close to binking something, you know, you could get there uh, and you're blocked. I think pivoting over to the Minnesota side is uh, at least something to look at for this late game. Makes Kalen sense. Addison, 2,500, another min salary guy. There's a handful of them tonight. Defenseman is awful going through this entire slate. Like there are not a lot of good guys in really any price range. No, yeah, we've seen, we've seen just garbage up and down, except for Brent Burns. I think he was the only like good defensive name that came out. And uh, Headman, I think, was uh, also mentioned. So. Yeah, 
yeah, between those two, uh, you can roster them as much as you want and just pair them with any of these other cheap guys. There's so many options to do that way. Um, I, the Addison or Suter, you're just playing them. If you wanted to go to that Minnesota two unit, you get second unit power play correlation with those guys. And then you can roster whatever you want because across the board from, you know, all the entire four man unit is just so cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always feel better about the slate after talking it through. So I appreciate you walking through it with me, Terry. Thanks to Chris for producing first time today. Great job job. watching us on delay. Looks good here as always. Uh, You know, YouTube chat couldn't even tell. So that's a good sign. Thank you to all 200 of you watching right now. Hit us with a like and subscribe as you leave. Then catch us in Slack for uh, late breaking news. We'll be around at lock through lock updating projections. We'll get another ownership run. And uh, it'll be myself and I believe Josh tomorrow afternoon. So look forward to that. Hopefully we can review some winning lineups. Good luck, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.